This is the Lingaholics Podcast with Cody, Marcus, and Ian, where we dive deep into conversations about the experiences and endeavors of the language learning life. On this pod, we feature a wide variety of guests and topics with nonstop passion and nonstop fun. There's no last call for Lingahol, so come on in and join the show. Gentlemen, this is episode 55 of the Lingaholics podcast. Uh, been a couple of weeks, maybe a little more since the previous episode, but we just dropped our last interview with Valeria Turina. Um, Spasiba, Valeria, for being on the show with us. Always fun to have guests. We're going to have plenty more in the future so here it is folks episode 55 bring it on in september uh wake me up when september ends well it's october 1st folks so here we are um yeah no it's uh it's still a little sunny here in alberta where i reside the leaves are changing color um but it's uh it's still nice let's still go out, go for a run go out for a pinch and uh have some fun and on the language front yeah we're gonna get into it here uh personally it's probably like 20 percent my own language learning and 80 percent language teaching so uh it's interesting when the the ratio like flips sometimes and you're just more on the teaching end of languages and lots of things i really want to get into the topic of visuals and how that could play a role because i recently attended an interesting professional development that got really into images and how our brains transfer those a lot faster and much, much, much more. So with that said, this is Senor on the microphone. Let's head out over to Ontario where it's a couple um, hours ahead. Senor Sueco, Suequito Lindo. Tout le bien, tout le bien, tout le bien. En fait, j'ai pratiqué beaucoup de français récemment. Oui, oui, j'ai pris beaucoup de cours on italki. I've taken a lot of French classes on italki. I'm every, every week now. I'm French, Spanish, French, Spanish, French, Spanish. So I'm very serious. But you're I'm doing very... French every week. Doing French every week, Spanish every two weeks. Gotcha. Nice. Uh, so I become very serious with these two languages, and and I'm very motivated to obtain or attain a very high level of fluency in both of them. Those are my principal languages here in life. Uh, so yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm very motivated, and yes, we got a good group here. We got a good meetup group here in Guelph, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, every two weeks we meet up in Spanish. Every mm-hmm. two weeks we meet up in French. Now, um, mm-hmm. me and this other guy were spearheading this initiative, and then I have the contact details to a couple other French meetups in town that I haven't reached out to yet because I've been busy. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you getting in touch with the meetup app? Uh, you know, I ask around, and no, this is this is off off meetup apps, off the you meetup. Know, app. You know, you know a guy who knows a guy. 
I know a guy who knows a guy, if you know what I mean. Good. Ooh. Right. That yeah. that's how it works in the language biz. In the language <laughs> biz. Small world, man. It's, languages are a small world, I think, actually. Well, it's kind so of a small world, but everyone there's seen. there's stuff everywhere. Right. Correct. And like everyone who's in a language knows someone else who's in the languages, right? So that's that's yeah. where the network comes in. There's a lot of networking in the language industry or in the language 100. space, if you know what I mean. One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, no, I, I'm very satisfied with my my uh, progression uh, recently. I'm, yeah, I'm curious to. Uh, I'm very satisfied. Yeah, I found like, I, so, so the most the thing that I'm the most satisfied with is that I found I found a very good lane level of sustainability in my in my progress. Like it's like it's very automatic at this point. Like I'm flying on autopilot. And it's just like every day I'm getting a little bit better at something, right? Mm-hmm. If it's like just learning a word, listening to a podcast or learning a word uh, through talking to someone or something, you know, like it's just getting a little bit more fluent every day. And that's what's more important. And like I can see it with both French and Spanish right now, which yeah, is man. nice. So I'm, I'm, I'm very content, very satisfied. It's- it's the nicest surprises. I was in my uh, NAFTA chat last night and uh, we were talking about moving houses and then Josh used a Spanish word I've never heard before. Chatarra? 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 So we're talking about like La Casa and like Josh was like, I tuve un chingo de chatarra in mi casa vieja. Chatarra? Ah. Junk. Like junk oh, and Scrap. Stuff, scrap. Scraps, junk, and I was like, "Oh man, Chatarra. I've never heard no that way. word." No and, way. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. I know speaking of, it's like, oh, see, I learned something things, now. So things come about, but you got to have like those conversations. You got to have those for stuff to come. See, up. Yeah, it's muy so, bueno, no. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I do every time, like, I go back and review all the words that I've searched on the Spanish dictionary app or on Google Translate. It's a nice history feature, eh? Like the, the previous searches. On the Spanish dict app? Yes. Like yeah. I just learned yesterday, sepultar, for example, to bury something. Oh, okay. Sepultado. Algo, algo fue sepultado. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I, mm-hmm. yes, I was listening. I was listening to a podcast about the, the, the volcano in La Palma, in Las Islas Canarias. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and they were talking about Las Casas Sepultadas. Mm-hmm. Las Casas mm-hmm. Sepultadas. Mm-hmm, See, mm-hmm. always something, always something. Always, man. Always. Yeah, true, true. That's what I like. So, yeah, we're go- we're doing well here in Ontario. We're we're, we're on the man. cusp of fall as well. Like the leaves are mm-hmm. turning reddish I'm, I'm now, which you. is beautiful, and it's nice. I like the temperature when it's around ten degrees Celsius. Great running temp. Yeah. Great running temp and great like living temp. Yeah, it's like hoodie. It's like, like it's like hoodie fall. season here. It's like hoodie season here now. I surveyed my class love. the last few weeks. Everyone loves fall. Fall's my favorite season, man. I know, and you're not alone. I, I love fall. It's like it's fall, nice. but it is nice for sure. Summer, go the summer. Pump, the yeah, pumpkin I'm spice lattes. Team eh? summer. Screw team summer. summer. Too hot. Summers are too hot. Summers are too hot here. Summers are way too hot. Alberta, Alberta summers are nice. They can be really hot too, but here it's just way too hot, way too humid. I think Alberta summer is like paradise on earth. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It is nice. Except when it's like 40 plus. 
And when BC is burning. Thing about, the thing about Alberta is like there's always one week in the summer when it's like 40 degrees plus, And there's always one week in the winter where it's like 40 degrees minus. Yeah. Just a taste. A taste of the extremes. So. Yes. Yes. But it, it's it, it, that's a little too much for me, Tim. <laughs> the weather's n- not perfect anywhere. That's no. The weather's not. No. It's imperfect. imperfect. Yes, but fall here in Ontario is pretty darn nice, to be completely frank with you guys. Hopefully it's uh, anyway baseball season still. Baseball season, that's right. Go go Blue Jays, go Red Sox. Cool. Uh, speaking of that, let's throw it over to Korea del Sur, Korea. South Korea. How are you doing, bud? Cody? Been to the North up, yet? So, Marcus. Vizcal Barça, Vizcal Barça, by the way. <laughs> Marcus, you mentioned uh, being on autopilot with your languages. And I just want to say that I am definitely not on autopilot right now. I feel like I'm navigating a minefield. On the runway? Like, or what? Between like, I mean, navigating. Are with you grounded? With, no. <laughs> everything with my new job. Like dealing with a, a language that I'm like not very good at. Like uh, I just started taking Taekwondo, which is something new that i'm doing uh i'm back in the gym now and i mean like relatively new relationship like there, there's a lot of new things that i'm like kind of mm-hmm. figuring out how to balance in my life right now so i am 100 not on autopilot <laughs> um but uh i'll get through it i'll get through it um all right, Pinch, you've been you want to tell us about this taekwondo you started. Yes. Get into that. Yeah, that's that's the biggest development Talk about recently. Some martial art is. Yeah, so I started doing that on Tuesday, and it's 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 actually three times a week. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in the mornings before I go to work. And it's um it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. It's it's not uh, there's a couple things that <laughs> Uh, I wasn't really expecting, which is it's turning out to be kind of funny more than anything. I thought I'd be in a class with like, um, you know, maybe like some some guys my age and like I could make some friends or something like that. And um, apparently I have two classmates and they're like these like 60 year old women. (laughs) So it's like it's kind of funny and the instructor is he's also fairly old he's like he's got to be in his 60s and um i'm really glad to have him as an instructor though because he's uh he's very well known in the taekwondo community in korea like he's in some top like uh nationally yeah yeah nationally he's nationally renowned so i'm like oh okay i feel very honored to be under his instruction and I can tell, like everything, like he's he's taught so far. I can tell he's like top notch. So, is he referred to as a sensei, like karate? No, 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 no. What they're would you call in, it? They're in so the Korean equivalent of sensei is kwanjang. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, kwanjang. So that's how you refer to him always. Yeah, but he is the grand master. The grand kwanjang. Yeah, he's got a different rank. So he's chong kwanjang nim. Oh, it's like extra yeah. formality. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's right. Mm-hmm. And okay. yeah, so the first day was kind of just like an orientation day, getting to uh, familiar with the routine and everything. <laughs> and then the second day, um, 
was that put into practice we so we went a little bit faster and got a little bit more intense about what we were doing like uh, a lot of stretching at the first it's a lot of stretching and really like opening up your body and then um we did a lot of like uh, some punching and kicking practice and it was so funny when we were doing that um of course like the the old the the lady there was only one other lady there with me that day. She was like, she was just going and he was holding up. You know how they have like the, the pads, right? Like they hold up the I'll pad wait, for you I'll to wait, punch I'll and wait. kick. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> she was going first and like uh, the master was like getting her to, to hit that. And then I went and I was like, just like throwing everything I had into it. And I was like punching it. So I was kicking it and like punching it so hard. And we were, he was, we were yelling too. Because he wanted us to to yell like yeah like every time that we hit it, so I was like, you guys know how loud my voice is. Like I was like screaming and like kicking and punching this thing. And this lady was just looking at me like, oh my god, like, this, this guy's an animal. <laughs> going, going off first day yeah. of taekwondo. Yeah, and then the third day was uh, we started learning the the first form. Can you explain to the listener what a form is? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so a form is like I think if you've seen any kind of martial arts in in movies, then you know that a form is like when they do like a certain routine of sequence, movements. right? Yeah, yeah, it's like a sequence yeah, yeah, of yeah. movements. Okay, and they're based on uh, offense and defense moves. So right. you have like blocking, kicking, punching, whatever things like that. Um. So yeah, we started learning the first form for taekwondo and. And do you have that when you're doing those? Because I remember back when I did karate for a short while, like I remember like there was the steps. I think it was counting actually in Japanese is how you remembered. And even my dad, who like, <laughs> yeah. my dad, who's a black belt and doesn't speak any Japanese, like to this day, he can still like do some of the forms speaking, like counting in Japanese. So is that how they like Taekwondo, same steps? Um, yeah. When you're doing the forms, you don't need to count. Okay, right. Yeah, but um, when you're doing a lot of the warm-up exercises, there's a lot of counting. And actually, uh-huh. this is really funny. Um, when, especially, I noticed this especially when we started doing the forms. Yeah. Um, I so I had taken Taekwondo for a couple years when I was a kid, like seven, eight, nine years old, I think. Mm-hmm. And the movement started coming back to me. Oh. Like okay. something I hadn't done for twenty years, it was still there. And I was doing, so I was doing the movements and I was like, this seems familiar. And yeah. I, I didn't remember how to do it, obviously. But like when I was doing the movements, I was like, oh my God, I've done this before. So that muscle memory was still there after 20 years. I thought that was so interesting. Yeah. I think it's like if you learned to skate at a really young age, I feel like if you didn't skate for like 60 years, you could still come back and skate. It's kind of like languages. If you learned a language at a young at a young age, you're like, oh, still come back and be like, oh, I kind of know this. Ah, frig, I know. That's why. Oh man, so jelly. You got like a second language as a kid because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you swakito lindo. Yeah, man, swakito. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool though, Cody. I got a question though. Are you doing Mm. all all of the instruction? All the instructions in English or in uh, Korean? Yeah, that's my uh, question too. A, a lot of it, a lot of it is in Korean. Um, nice, because the other ladies are Korean ladies, and uh, I mean, of course, the master's Korean, so he he speaks 
Korean most of the time. And if I if he sees that I don't really get something, then he speaks English. Because actually, Little this is like clarifier. Yeah. There's a lot of foreigners that go to this. Gym. It's actually called like a foreigners Taekwondo gym. And so right. the the master speaks English um, fairly decently. And if I if he catches if he sees that I don't really catch something, then he'll explain it in English for me. But um, most of the time, it's 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 Korean. So I, I have to I have to speak Korean when I'm there, and I have to listen to what they're saying and all the instructions and things like that. So it's it's pretty intense because I think when you're learning something new like that, even in your native language, that's intense enough. So when you have to do it in a foreign language, it's like that just that extra layer. But it, like, it shouldn't God. be the most complex language. No, 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 right? That's what's nice. Yeah, that's why it's not so bad. So when you're doing a lot of the movements and when you're yeah. actually learning how well, to just do like commands, it's not bad. Yeah, the commands aren't really that too bad. It's what I'm talking about is when they start talking about something else. Because uh-huh, there's a lot right. of that in class. So sure. when they start saying anything more, then I'm like, right. oh, God, like my brain starts to hurt. Gotcha. Yeah, like when he yeah, starts yeah, explaining yeah. something or like that. Mm-hmm. Going in depth. Yeah. But so what? what's like, do you know, like kick or punch in Korean now? Or like or whatever move. No. <laughs> oh, okay, no. But like, like it com- been... would be the most common command at a Korean type. So here's class. the thing. I I actually was studying Korean last week, but my focus switched from what I wanted my routine to be to just learning something very specific, and mm-hmm. that is the oath that you need to. So when you go into the dojang, that's what it's called. Ah, uh, okay, dojo. When you, yeah, dojang. when you go into the dojang. You have to salute the flag, like with your hand over your heart, mm-hmm. and then you have to uh, bow to everyone and say you're higher ups, right? Like yeah, every, yeah. everyone a higher belt than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, uh, and then you get changed and you go to the line. There's a line that you stand on, and then mm-hmm. everyone again salutes the flag, and you start with the the spirit of taekwondo that's the way that it translates and then you have to repeat that everyone repeats that this is the heart this is all in korean so i have to repeat these like values in korean at the beginning of every class and then i have then there's four lines like an like an oath essentially that you have to repeat i pledge and, allegiance to yeah, taekwondo yeah so, something well it's not really that but it's kind of like that yeah and um I of course had have had to learn everything because it's a kind of advanced language. So I had to like look up. That's basically what I studied every time I went to the dojang on the bus. I would like just study the oath and like learn all the words in it and just like try to memorize it. But the thing is, is like if I just did it by myself and I just like repeated it by myself, it would be fine. But the thing is, I have to keep up with native speakers while they're saying this. How long is this? Like Lord's Prayer length or what? Um, here I'll. S- I got it on my phone. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, I find okay, it right now. I'll like, say, I'll say, I'll say everything say I have to say. Okay. I got it. So for the Korean speakers that are listening to this, uh, don't judge me too much for my pronunciation. Okay. <laughs> Okay, this is everything I have to say for the the values and oath. Okay, this is all in Korean. Taekwondo Chongshin. 
1, 예의, 2, 염시, 3, 인내, 4, 국기, 5, 백철, 불굿, 관, 원, 선서, 1, 나는 태권도 정신을 준수, 준수하고 사폼과 선배의 명, 명령에 절대 복종한다. 2. 나는 강령을 받으러 무도 정신에 웃고나지 않게 자유와 정의의 사도가 되겠다. 4. 나는 태권도 팔촌과 관의 면례를 위하여 몸과 마음을 바친다. 4. 나는 나라에 충성하고 부모에 효도하며 사회의 여권이 되겠다. That's everything I have to say. And I have to keep up with native speakers. Well, yeah, plus you have to have that memorized, eh? Uh, well, That's longer than Lord's Prayer, I think. He, yeah, he what has the hell it on is a the board. Lord's Prayer? It's, not, it's on Our a board, Father, so I can, I can heaven, read it. But still, name. even when I'm reading it, it's in like messy native speaker writing. It's not in clear, like, type right. writing. Nice humble. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, that's another thing. When you, when you learn, uh, if you have, like, when you learn a non-Latin script language, reading, no reading native speakers writing is so difficult. So I don't, I guess you guys don't really have experience. Well, Ian, well, do no, you have like, experience? Well, no, like, 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 Cursive Cyrillic is difficult. Yeah, but have you ever read like a native Ukrainian's handwriting? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's difficult. Yeah. That's yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, and like man. and then like Korean, just like offhandly, right? Not like I seek search that out, but like the strokes. Yeah, and like this is right. something I'm I'm exposed to like hand Korean people's handwriting, not super often, but I see it enough like semi-commonly yeah. and it's a man i i can't read it and i had the same when i was in china like sometimes i'd read chinese people's handwriting i'd be like i, I don't know what this says because because i think with your native language like you kind of your brain automatically picks everything out but when this is all new to you and you've like never seen it it's so hard to read some people are just messy printers though yeah exactly yeah yeah that's right actually yeah. guys not to be sexist to the dudes, but girls have nicer writing than us. And this is something you notice when you're a teacher and you're marking yes. things. Or when a girl just writes on the board, like when she writes on the whiteboard. This is a generalization, but it's true. Like it's way nicer than guys. Yeah. But but people print messy in English and it's hard to decipher, let alone in a different language yeah. script. Yeah, that's true. And mm -hmm. um <laughs> so Ian, you teach high school, so correct. Yeah. I'm sure, like some of the kids probably have bad, bad handwriting. But imagine elementary oh. school kids. Well, I was asking the kids actually; do they still do handwriting, and apparently they still do. Um, that's a skill, I think. If you lose it, so Echo, when, did you have to learn handwriting? Like cursive, cursive, like cursive? yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you keep it up? Oh yeah. Really? No, I don't keep it up, but I can do it. Oh, it's painful. Like I have my like, signature. Dude. My signature is okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. wait a minute. But like write a letter though. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm talking about something else. I'm not referring to handwriting as in cursive. I'm just oh, referring to writing. Or printing? 
I'm just talking of about course, printing. I take lab notes. I, t- I work in a lab, bro. Oh, I they're talking about like notes all cursive. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, no. When I hear someone say writing, I think cursive. No, you don't. It doesn't oh, necessarily have to be cursive. Printing. It doesn't necessarily have to be cursive, but like, I mean, like, I write oh, like in oh, a notebook yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Oh, no, no, no. I do it boatload of that but like i'm talking sorry like cursive you know i think the confusion for that distinction comes from just how much technology is in our because i i actually yeah yeah yeah, that's true too yeah Yeah. i forgot that handwriting is synonymous with cursive it's not though yeah 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 it is yeah it is is. not necessarily at least in canada if you say handwriting like it's everyone thinks how many people write in cursive Great question. I don't think many now, right? And that's yeah. Cody's. Like I know point. how to do it because I they taught, they they made us learn. Same, how to do it. but that's a skill I lost. Yeah, badly. me too. I I can't write cursive anymore. I'm pretty confident. Like I can write cursive still. I wrote I one word. There. I was remember this one time I was subs because like, I was a substitute teacher for two and a half years in the sub plan in the grade five class. I said, please to practice their cursive could you write in cursive about their science notes i'm like yeah sure yeah, i can do that <laughs> i go to do it and i'm like uh how do you find <laughs> that letter <laughs> like, here's the deal kids i'm gonna print you do cursive <laughs> doodle bam doodle bam but like yeah and i was well, joking I, with I, my I, class I the other day it's i hard, think i'm man. pretty good at it actually like i would be able to write well it anything. looks it's aesthetically pleasing like when you i remember like my grandma used to write us like letters and send us like snail mail and it'd be like written in cursive and like very old timey and fashiony and it's really cool yeah but now it's just like a bastardized version so, of it that's so quick question fun. quick question how how are your guys's signatures oh that's yeah because you do that all the time right my like, signature isn't like, is it? it isn't is it cool mine mine is mine is tone is what in cursive oh yeah of course no, that's yeah, not that, a that has some to... people actually some people actually don't have that's lame that's no do do your name um, in cursive but, but, so like how do you guys do your signature more or less do you do like the that's full name? muscle memory now that's no i do like my name like the i i kind of do like a big swoop for the i and then like the a and the n i like tie together and then i just do like an r with a long line and put like a dot because that dot represents the nice. i in my last name like I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, your yeah. signature. You got to have a signature. But you what do if the like, get it big one day? We got to be signing stuff. You, you do your <laughs> entire, you do your entire name, like no, no. Uh, I do my name. I do my full no, name. My last name is just an R, though. Like R. Oh, okay. Dunk. You do that. You do that. Like I do my full name, and I have like a long name, so I compress it, and I think it looks kind of cool. I have like this long I I cursive compressed, and I do everything as one right with the, the like the m and marcus and the i and Ingleson are like big like really big just right right because the capital distinction right. yeah yeah like they're they're i really exaggerate the, the capitalization but and do you include your middle name i don't have a middle name oh so you just have marcus those have huge marcus name? yeah they do i just don't have one. Oh, you don't have one okay i'm special Cody, what's your middle name i think you told us before james james him is yeah what's yours stuart ian oh. stuart Renier. it would have been cool if you had an indigenous middle name mm. no maybe, maybe. A, i like uh here 
in a what's Sixtica, like where I teach the Sixtica reserves nearby, and kids have like really cool last names, like Running Rabbit or mm. like Yellow Old Woman. Yeah, like what if you really... had something like that? No, it'd be cool. It'd be cool, but like like you know, Ian exactly. Bison, <laughs> Ian, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ian, uh, Ian Bison Hunter, Elk Hunter, yeah, yeah. something Elk Man. Okay. Yeah, anyway, speaking of that, let's get into Azrin and his black. Yeah, Rangers. holy smokes. Yeah, folks. Um, that's a nice, that's a smooth transition. Well, yeah. And okay, uh, well, Cody, you sent the link, the news story yeah. initially. And our boy Azrin, who's been on the pod twice, the Calgary Language Nerds, is hosting a sold out, by the way. Sold out course, can't even get in now until next semester, next 12 week session. Uh, on the Blackfoot language, which here in southern Alberta and northern Montana is like pretty much the main indigenous language. And yeah, so Canada just had this past September 30th, got the day off work. Quite a few people did across the country. It was, I, I think the official name is the Day of Truth and Reconciliation, if I'm not mistaken. I guess the official name of the holiday now. And anyways, uh, starting on that day, Azrin found a young blackfoot gentleman from northern montana and they're doing a blackfoot blackfoot course online which uh like i was super interested i just was totally late to uh sign up because i was like showing my class i was like on wednesday before we uh had the day off and i was like yeah yeah there's this course and stuff and like i go to show the link is like sold out i was like damn i don't know how many people you had like to sell it out but um yeah pretty cool um like using azrin's methodology and pedagogy i assume and teaching blackfoot so uh that's really like the the dream no to see more and more languages kind of get a course and uh get promoted people want to learn it and i mean as a language nerd that's kind of what i focus on like like what's the revitalization of lots of these indigenous mm-hmm. languages so really cool to see made the ctv so shout out to azrin and i hope the hope the first course is good and i hope you have openings for next time so um i know you guys have thoughts on truth and reconciliation day and i mean i'd like I, to well, see this for like Cree I, or, I, Stony I, we, or it's not a thing in our, here in ontario it's not a thing apparently so i didn't even realize that we actually had it did you well that was the thing like some people even like fellow it's, teachers here in Alberta, some had it's not a statutory holiday here. Well, it's super new. Well. It's super new. So like maybe next year it might be. Um yeah, but we're not it, as progressive as you guys out in Alberta when it comes maybe to not, that. But uh yeah, I don't I don't know. Is you know, everyone's wearing the orange shirts, the blue jays, everyone's wearing the orange shirts and everything, you know. Residential school is a big focus, but for the language geek side uh like indigenous language revitalization so kudos to yeah i'd love to get i believe his name's cole if i'm not mistaken um the name in the article would be a super fun podcast guest to go maybe when the course is like done see how it went for him about blackfoot so mm-hmm. shout out to the calgary language nerd. is that going to become like the new like um an addition to the saturday language meetup could two hours of blackfoot not? yeah yeah well, whatever when you go to when you go to like the spanish now, french blackfoot the beauty of the meetup now like in the park is you, there's just like groups um there's like a mandarin group 
French group, Spanish. So if you just want to say like do like an hour at one, go to an hour at the other. Um, that is kind of the fun thing. And you're in yeah. a park, so you can get as big as you want. Yeah, pretty big. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's still going strong? Yeah, I haven't been since the summer. Uh, I might go tomorrow, actually. Uh, I should check. It's on, Maybe that's but, what we uh, should do when I when I come out. Yeah, man. Of course. Swaco's coming. Oh, yeah. Swaco's coming out to uh, Alberta, folks. Three weeks. So uh, we're going to have a live, first live podcast for me and him together since whoo, February since february so uh maybe that's like a s- sunday morning thing before, before oh yeah, ping yeah. Pong. we're gonna do a little ping pong tournament too first we do uh, or maybe we should do like the the no munches way podcast oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah our boy alejandro Tambien. but if we're like kind of free around. though like live then it'll have to we're gonna have to figure that one out i got the microphones and everything yeah well, yeah don't worry about your gear figure, we're gonna have to figure something out yeah yeah no worries no worries but no i can i'll bring my gear i'll bring my my uh microphone yeah yeah yeah. what do you find swoop question uh air canada Ooh. okay okay folks fancy fancy Fancy. (laughs) swacko's doing better than he's like no 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 air Air canada yeah so that's yeah um Nice man. Um, oh, okay. One more like. Bring up. I want to talk about Squid Game eventually. Yeah, too. I was gonna mention that. Yeah. The what? You know about Squid Game? Just while we're like, I don't know what that is. Oh, Cody, you've watched more than me. I think. Don't. Oh, spoil yeah, the, Don't spoil anything that, for the audience or Marcus or me. Yeah. Uh, the Korean show three. It's more than man. This thing is making headlines. Yeah. This is making news. No, to like, the mundo. Todo mundo, todo mundo todo está mundo. It's, 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 I think it's Juego becoming de like the, Juego de Calamar. I think it's becoming like the Korean version of Casa. Casa, I honestly think that, dude, because it just went off, man. It went off like the day it was released. Yeah. And I've had like, yeah, friends. like I was, so this I is was a TV show. To, I was talking to my sister and her boyfriend who have like no interest in Korea. And yeah. my sister's boyfriend was watching it. Yeah, man. So yeah, this is clearly kids. showing that like this is like totally taken off. This is Casa for sure, I think. Uh, something about, yeah, I don't know, like the storyline. Like it's full on Korean. Yeah. Um, you know, language wise, it's fun picking up, picking up little things here and there, just language wise. But as a cultural phenomenon right now, as a show, basically the day it was released, uh, like all the rage right now. So, uh, yeah. Korean and it's, it's being It's being promoted so much here. Like, you walk around the street, oh, I and like imagine. half the half the taxis have like Squid Game Squid advertisements game? on them. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Man. Yeah, man. I think this is like the show that, like, I'm trying to think of equivalents in other languages. I mean, so what's it about? The... What's your pitch? Uh, what's the so premise? So I'll, I'll I'll try to explain it. It's Give the like, premise without giving it away. Yeah, without spoiling too much. Um. I'm gonna have to give some spoilers. Don't, don't do anything crazy. No, yeah, but like no, a trailer. Like give yeah, yeah, spoilers. Give, like give, a trailer, give the trailer, the trailer. The premise. Okay, trailer basically, um, a bunch of people who are like severely in debt get rounded up to like this Down random there. deserted island, and place, they place. have to, like yeah, and they have to like uh, play children's games. 
Yeah, they have to compete against each other playing children's games. And uh, in the first episode, let's just get let's just say shit gets real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, intense off the bat. Uh, Yeah, interesting characters start killing each other or what? I'm not. Don't let's not give anything away. Um, It's how many how many episodes are you in? I'm in three in. Um, There's nine, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's nine. Yeah, but the first episode is I think it's long too. It's like over an hour plus. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was watching with uh, even like Cholo Alejandro is like, dude, we gotta watch Squid Game. I was like, Yeah, really? Even Cholito. Cholito and my other buddy. My other buddy from Lloyd is like, dude, check out Squid Game. Really? So And um, you and you and Alejandro, are you watching it in Korean with English subtitles? Yes. Okay, good. That's the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like most of the people, uh, like who speak English, would just switch it to English audio. Oh, that's so yeah. bad. Imagine that's watching. Lame, Ca- right? Imagine like, watching Casa without Denver's laugh. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Yeah, yeah. Like, egregious, egregious blasphemy. Blasphemy. Sins. Seven deadly sins. Hey, actually, no. I saw when I was at the when I was at the trash house, the Airbnb that I was. <laughs> did, did I mention that on the podcast? By the way, the trash house. La Casa de, de Chatarra. <laughs> the that's a, so the Airbnb that I stayed at, that's what they called it. They called what? it the trash house. When did you, wait, what, 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 what's your Airbnb? Like when you were with those turcos? Those, yeah, no, yeah. The Germans, the Germans, oh. Right? oh, yeah. So one of the, oh, yeah. one day I was there and I was out in the, in the little courtyard they had. And one of the German guys was watching Casa, but he was watching it in German. Again, not. Approved. I know that's like not a, that's do not so, approve. Ah, I was like, but Blasphemy. I found out in German, La yeah. Casa de Papel is called Das Haus des Geldes. Well, that makes yeah. sense. The house yeah. of money. Yeah, that I don't sense. care what you call it. Like, just put subtitles in any language, but for the love of God, keep the original. Audio. Don't dub it. Yeah, don't dub it, man. Yeah, that's... dubbing. This is wirklich super Deutsch. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't agree yeah. with that practice. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's just not... it really takes away from oh, man. so much, right? Casa like Berlin's voice or Tokyo's voice. Like, imagine that with it's the yeah, voices. Yeah, yeah. It's the voices, even like right? we like... saw Alejandro and I. We've dubbed that old guy in Squid Game. We've called him Abuelito. And uh, it's just like, man, even that guy's voice for like an older Korean gentleman is like super unique and characteristic. Like I wouldn't yeah, want to hear exactly. like the English version and of that. So I've experimented like switching into English just to see how it sounds. Mm-hmm. And in, in yeah. Casa, like the professor does like his voice in English is like not even close to how he sounds in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And I, like I a lot of the other characters how could it be? the same. Yeah. Yeah. And in yeah i think um with squid game yeah we switched into it for like one second as soon as we heard the like the main character and the old guy speaking we were like no this is dumb especially the yeah. old guy he doesn't he's not even an old guy he's like a middle he sounds like a middle-aged right. guy it's so dumb <laughs> like, what is this yeah yeah no um it's kind of like with audiobooks some people prefer like the original author reading the work too if uh, if if that particular person has a unique yeah voice uh, yeah like sometimes you can't really 
like the audiobooks the audiobook. i'm the same there it's like it's it's awesome when it's the actual author who's doing the right yeah like you know that person per se maybe like even outside their writing so it is unique to hear mm-hmm. um but yeah no i just swipe swipe go check it out it's uh i just watched ep3 last night and i was like man like oh man wait wait damn. came Ian, wait till you get to episode five. Oh okay, I don't want to. Yeah, I can only imagine. I can only oh, imagine. Even after episode Cody. one, I was like, whoa. Man. Did you finish it, Cody? No, I have three episodes left. Okay, I'm three behind you. So, so when did this come out? Recently. Just recently. And it got like the day after it was like number one in Canada. And I'm assuming many other countries too. Yeah. Um, interesting that's interesting how it how it went viral like that 8.3 on imdb dude yeah no check it check it it's like yeah Yeah. it's like it's a high quality show like it's very enthralling this the story i feel like it's like i feel like it's parasite packed into like a series in a way of just Mm. like intensity and storyline this will be my next bench so yeah man it's a good thing just um yeah squid game game so game is game game yeah game is the same yeah that's pretty cool yeah no i'm excited that's actually it's on the docket that's probably after this podcast actually squid game well, first yeah. I'm gonna watch All or Nothing, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and then I'm gonna watch Squid Games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some subtitles on that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to do that. I watched La Casa with Spanish subtitles. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I you know, manage. Yeah. Something I've actually been trying, uh, because that's like some of the little other language practice that I get is like I listen to podcasts in the morning, and then I'll watch something when I have time. I'll watch something on netflix in the evenings after work and i i watched casa last week and so i finished season five and with like my french german or spanish or uh, chinese is a little bit different because i like to read in chinese but with the european languages i've been trying to watch things without subtitles i've heard that yeah yeah that's just forces you to listen in more yeah and i find like i actually don't really like using subtitles because since i really since i'm very visual and i like reading i just i can't help but read the whole time and it really it kind of takes away from the experience of just watching i agree i'm kind of like that as well yeah i I think it's a stepping stone thing yeah yeah because right now like la casa if you like you have to have subtitles on la casa because it's so hard to understand. All the There's some rabbit. So, like yeah. when um, what's his name? Rapid the police guy. Um, what's his name? Oh Coronel. my god. Coronel. What is it? What is it? Otra vez? No, I just know. I just know they say oh, Coronel. Coronel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's like going off, like when he's mad at his like lieutenants and people in the yeah. Tamayo, it's, Tamayo, right? Tamayo and Tamayo yeah, is like it, going it, off. Like man, yeah, yeah. I, like it's so fast. Uh, so I, 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 I throw like, I throw subtitles on there, but like in English, I find it annoying because otherwise. If I watch something in English with subtitles, I'm just gonna like read the text instead of like actually watching the movie, which is annoying. But mm-hmm. even when I was watching Casa, I just turned subtitles off because, yeah, like, yeah. even though I can't understand like every single thing they're saying, like no. I get the gist of what's happening. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Um, yo, speaking of visuals, can we get into a little of our brains and like Cody? You said you're a visual learner. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all are, dude. Like in terms okay. of like our brains and images. Um, I attended like so like recently. I've been trying to like with my language classes move away from just text on the board. And this is, I think this is like a very like beginner A1, A2 type of practice, but it's essential because you're not getting to B2 unless you get through A1 and A2. And um, so a stat brought up in the professional development that I attended lately is our brains process images at like 60,000 times. Like I don't know exactly in what context more than like just plain text, but like our brains are so like image programmed, which, you know, you think evolution, evolutionarily, if you think about like as a baby growing up, that's what's around you. Like that makes up your like tactile world. And so like what I've been doing so much now and I've been, uh, even when I, even when it's like a, like a, like a common cognate, like delicioso or something, I've just been like in my slides, I use a ton of slides teaching is like putting gifts emojis photos like visual stimulation yeah to accompany language learning and i feel like as a language learn as a language teacher at least you uh you're not just referring to like a word on the board you have uh like even if i say like el lago and i have a picture of a lago right there there's some kind of like uh like connection right there that you can like really foster and build. And then like, I was like, man, I just try some of this with my own like simple Korean sentences. Like some of it got like a little mnemonic-y, but um, just like, like um, uh, what's stopped in Korean? Um, wo, something, say wo? Mom chuhada. Okay, whatever the phrase I was looking up at the time, like, like I usually put like wo on a stop sign and it was like popped out at me now because i was like thinking of that phrase i was like associating it to a visualization so for beginner levels and maybe especially like not cognitive rich languages i think like image association really big so i don't know like exactly what you guys think with your own um and i think this is a lot, a lot different like sweco and your like new new heights of spanish and french like, I think this is a different conversation, but like beginner levels, really, really advocating visual stimulation at like every term. Like if it's like, I have a question about like, cuando es tu cumpleaños? Like having like a birthday cake on the slide. So there's just like yeah. constant reinforcement. So I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but it's just been a new theory uh, yeah. right now where I'm just like visuals, 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 visuals for like extra contact. I'm a big fan of that. Well, I was just fascinated by that stat. I can see it like some worksheets sometimes when I'm looking at a language worksheet and it's just like plain text, like block text. And it's so unappealing. Yeah, that doesn't work. I agree. I agree. You need a visual. Yeah, that, yeah. That but, but I'm just saying like to build like really that's solid that's, base. That's, that's, that's why I love like learning through videos, like watching videos. Yeah, right. Like It's always like you see it and you hear it. Easy and you German read it. You, like, on the street. Videos on YouTube, like pedagogic videos on youtube when it's like with subtitles with the yeah. subtitles on so like you read it you see it 
and you hear it at the same time because you want to trigger those three things, right? I th- And I think that's it. I think it's like that sensory trinity or trifecta, what do you want to call it? Yeah. Yeah, you want to get triggered. Right. That's why like YouTube yeah, is you such do. a powerful, YouTube is such a powerful language learning platform, to be honest. No, because it gets, you can get there's so many good pedagogic channels and in all these languages, right? And you, well, you for the for the them. for the popular languages, yes, for the popular. I don't know, but in Spanish and in in French, there's so many good channels, and I love I I I, I you know I can binge YouTube YouTube language YouTube, yeah, just watching all these videos and and trying to like snap up on. Snap up but words and and uh, phrases. It's more interesting when like visual stimuli is coming at you, right? But that, oh, hence, hence the video format. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Because don't get me wrong, I love listening to podcasts, and I think that listening is its own. Yeah, skill but YouTube, it. YouTube, it. YouTube is the best. But YouTube, like, just for that extra, I don't know. Like, let's say someone's explaining to me, like. The history of Indochina or something like they have like the actual map. Of yeah, it's extra it's, it's easier. It, it's just and easier to remember. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, why isn't this like a huge hack? Right it is a huge from... hack. It is a huge hack. That's what I do. Like that's my. Well, no, I know, hack. but I'm talking like, yeah, yeah, like across the language learning. Like that would basically like if I was like uh, had like a first year foreign language teacher amongst me and they're showing me stuff they had developed i would be really like a gif like uh te despiertas. just get like a funny gif of a guy getting out of bed next to that sentence mm-hmm. or, or you can act like this you thing you can like act it out yourself too like there's lots of like little contextual clues that you can give but like because i've started to realize it's like if there's no cognate like there's no obvious cognate to something, then you really got to get like creative to how you're going to represent understanding. So now you put it in context to what you've previously learned. And that's what like, I've been doing more of that with myself. Like I need to get a new Korean word. Let's put it into like a bigger context phrase that I understand. But it's like, man, how do you, that's what I mean. Just like thinking more like just language teaching side is like, I don't know, like chatarra. Let's take that example from the top of the hour like chatarra like like, i think like a visualization right like junk in your garage right aquí hay mucha chatarra in mi casa whereas like okay the kids they can get the context of what chatarra is so yeah visuals go go visual i'm really curious go visual um yeah even like flashcards yeah, flashcard. Yeah. yeah, just having like a little image on it. I just, I basically, it's basically my new critique of like any type of language learning resource now is, is it visual or not? Yeah, basically, because if it ain't, if it's just like super text heavy, then I think the brain is going to miss out on image processing. So, um, fascinating. There's lots of research done on it and stuff. Same. So, Really cool, really cool. I'll stuff. check it out, buddy. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, no, I'm just talking about like in your own practices if it comes about, um, or when you're talking to people at your meetups, be like, are you using images, <laughs> or how are you use images? Basically, mm. that's my new. I'll ask around. Prospect. 
especially especially the beginner phase. Like really cognate. If it's not, especially if it's not a like Korean, yeah, there's cognates. There's actually quite a few, but there's a lot non-cognates. So, okay, Sweco. So, what's your game plan to get your Spanish and French to I talky. I talky every Nivel week. Is I talky every week. Meetups every week. Meetups and I talky every week. And in between, a lot of podcasts and YouTube. That's my okay. recipe, man. That's my recipe for success. It's worked before yeah. and it's going to work in the future. That's what I do. That's the same plan. And you uh, feel you're making this, the strides. It's you easy, easy progress. Easy progress. Yeah. Every yeah, week. I, think, uh, I feel better and better every week. That consistency is so key. Consistency. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. So just like, do it. Just go in and book a bunch of italki classes. Just do it. It's just no that, pinching. Just no pinching. It. No. Um, like there's no excuse. It's so it's so cheap anyway. So just do it. That old expression. Like it's better to follow a good plan consistently compared to not following a perfect plan. Say it. Mm. Um, I think that's just so no matter the skill actually that you're developing. So yeah. Okay. What about okay? What about like literature? Uh, I read the New York Times Spanish edition every week. Yeah, yeah, okay. And French, I'm not there yet. Right. I like I like reading journalism. Keeping it, yeah, yeah. Keeping it my interest. That's my Mm. literature. Yeah. I know. No, that's uh. How do you? I subscribe to the New York Times. I have the app. There's just a way to set it into Spanish. Uh, I, I, I don't probably, I just do it on my laptop. You do the laptop. Nice. There's good articles in Spanish. Really good articles in Spanish. hundred percent. hundred percent. About like the economy of Argentina. Super. That, the pasa, current economic situation in, in Argentina. It's, it's como like, Lebanon? Or okay. It's, it's cojones. Mm. Yeah, it's cojones. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Inflacion. Inflation for the yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's fascinating. New York Times Spanish edition. It's it's like the perfect level too for like advanced learners. Mm-hmm. I always like El País. El País is bueno so. también, pero es español. Mm-hmm. Sí, pero, pero hay las las partes de América y todo el mundo. El País es bueno. Sí. What's another one I know? Uh, Le Monde, I think. For Le Monde. Le Monde. Le Monde. And then uh, Der Spiegel, I think, has always been the biggest. There's a, there's some German good ones. In one. Deutsche Welle yeah. is good too. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, especially like Deutsche Welle for language learning resources. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, quite cool. Um, I feel like there's an le, Italian one. Le Montreal Gazette. Okay, is the yeah, is that the or the. Like we've got Radio Canada, um, La Presse. Radio Canada, Radio Canada. That's Radio Canada. Vraiment très bon. Um, I think Italian. There's one called El Il Figo. Um, I'm trying to think of, like the most popular. That's one. That's a cool thing knowing like or, the major uh, newspapers in each. Or like, I think this one's historical. Like Pravda. <laughs> oh yeah. Union. Yeah. Like, Pravda. Commie rag. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pravda is always referenced. Yeah. 
I don't know. And don't know. in I think for for Chinese, it's a little bit um, it's it's kind of difficult to find like newspaper. Yeah, because uh, there's no like freedom of news- press. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I know, but like I'm talking because like there's the People's Daily and like there's some. Thanks for sending the two Michaels back, by the way. <laughs> merci Benko, merci. And there's Benko. like they've got like People's Daily, Xinhua, and like some other things, but it's really difficult because reading is such a different ballgame in Chinese. It's kind of difficult to find like good read, like news reading um, sources in Chinese. But there's actually a really good app that solved that problem. It's called the Chairman's Bow, and it's Chairman's got Bao? yeah. It's so it's got like from from HSK levels one to six, which is like the equivalent oh, of A one to C two. Cool. Okay, and you can select your level and read newspaper articles based on your level, and it's it's really that cool. Is it's, cool. I think that it's a cool. little bit. It costs a little bit of money, but it's like it's a really good app. That there's a website. Um, where you could basically copy and paste any news article and then say, like, turn this thousand word article into like 250 words. So it's like a mm. summarizer, yeah, in a way. And I think you can use that in other languages, like yeah. Spanish. So it's like to break things down and mm-hmm. whatnot. But uh, that's cool for a. Yeah. So if you're, yeah, it's like Chinese, that graded reader's idea, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you're learning Chinese, definitely use the chairman's bow. Uh, if you can afford to spend a little bit of money on that. And mm-hmm. for Korean, honestly, this is again, this is another thing I'm struggling with, like finding in Korean, is that it, I haven't really found a good like kind of a chairman's bow equivalent for yeah. Korean. So I'm not really focusing on reading news things in Korean right now. No, no, that's the thing. Like some languages just kick ass with certain resources, and then next languages. Yeah, impoverished. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. That's no. probably why Spanish and French are so easy to learn because there's so many good resources. There's amazing right. resources. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, this might sound kind of weird, but like from a language learning perspective, I'm kind of jealous of people learning English because if oh, you're gonna learn a language, yeah, like, yeah. oh, dude, English is like the there's language resources for learning English is a jackpot, man. It's a gold yes. mine. It's so. Like learning English, learning English must be so interesting. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Well, not like, yeah. like English ha- must have the most accent diversity, you know, with just the amount oh. of like from around the world, like yeah, like from India to a Russian learning to, um, like I'm assuming the like the amount of different accents you could hear in English. Yeah, actually, this is yeah. kind of interesting. I was talking to um, my my girlfriend and some other Korean people about this recently. Um, that like, I think for a native English speaker, if if you're not good at acting, you you can still do this. Like in your head, you can pretty much envision how almost every mm-hmm. accent sounds like in English. Right. right? That's yeah, right. But for that's for a language, like, yeah, that's an interesting insight. Like Korean, you can't you can't do that. For Spanish, yeah. you can't do like okay, do like a Russian Spanish accent. Like oh, what? you guys should. Uh, <laughs> what do you know? That doesn't exist. I, right? Okay, maybe I don't yeah. know. You, everyone should go check out Big Bong's video 
where he does French accents, like 50 different ones. Like he imitates Russians speaking really? French to okay, that's oh, phenomenal that video, so phenomenal but, video. But it's not like English, like how you can do different accents in English. No, like no, no but like this one's close to like how when he does like Russians learning French, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, that's sweet. But okay, like Sweco, hearing some like, I don't know, like, uh, like, uh, like an African accent of Swedish. Like, well, I could do. Well, I could. I could do that. And like another classic one is no, that but you, you hear that American. You, well, is that you can, common to hear. Yes, ish. I could probably do ish. that. I could probably tell that out. But but the, the other classic one in like other languages is like an an, an American accent in mm. in in other languages. You like you could easily yeah, yeah, yeah. tell an American, yeah, like, American accent from other accents, right? Yeah. Arrivederci, like for example, <laughs> yeah. and especially yeah. in Spanish, right? I quite. Yeah. I was quite Spanish, impressed. Spanish, uh, German. Dos cervezas, por favor. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was quite impressed in a uh, Squid Game. There's a East Indian character. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. Korean's lit, man. Like, yeah, he speaks really good Korean. Yeah. Like, um. He whew. like. He has a his slight bit of an accent though. I like for me. Yes, he should. Like that's yeah. tough. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah no, it was just impressive. interesting to hear like accents in other languages it's because that's just not something that you hear very often i think it's one that like really sticks up for me just because i have a very personal memory from this when when i did my exchange in in germany i think i've told you guys about this there was a there's a guy from there's a canadian program so there was a there was one of the guys was from quebec and he was in the beginner level so listening to him speak german was so funny (laughs) Das ist sehr gut. Ich habe das gemacht. Apprend l'allemand. Apprend l'allemand. You remember when we were doing that, Cody? Back in like Drumheller or whatever that was. Yeah, that just that just came to mind. We were different, doing different different accents in other languages. That's so funny. Like German accents in Spanish. Oh my god. And and whatnot. That was fun as hell. Cross the wires. Like do a friend. That's the cool thing. Like, if you're a polyglot, you do it. You could you could have like all these funny combinations. Like do a uh, French accent in German, for example, mm-hmm. or a yeah. German accent in Ooh, Portuguese, and a Portuguese accent in Italian. Like you go back and forth like that. that could be, that's like a food challenge. My name is my name. My, has, my has, name is has, Senor. It has a hair in you. It has a hair in you. in all right youngs uh we're in an hour here on the podcast episode five <laughs> uh Shone, everyone uh lots going on podcast gonna be coming coming at you consistently guests us three our boy alejandro he'll be on soon otro episodio manches, manches, manches. Uh, sueco in alberta uh in a few weeks 
Um, check us out SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, TuneIn. Uh, TuneIn's, I haven't used it in a while, but TuneIn's always great if you want to like find international. If you want to tune in. International radio. If you want to tune in, there's <laughs> a Lingaholicos. And um, yeah, check out Squid Game. It's awesome. So I'll do it, man. I'll go do it. All right. Ciao, Not ciao. Not just you. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Peace. Uh,